It is called T if it comes by sea, and Cha if it comes by land. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus. And I'm not, but I'm red. We all appreciate that. Thank you. And I'm here, at least physically. But it, 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 you have the expression we say in Norway, like the lights are on, but nobody's home. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's a quite <laughs> common thing here, too. Yeah, okay. Like, why is that? Um, I have my end of the See year. See how I asked the good question at the right time, just to, to push you into talking about your week? Yes, yes, yeah. And That's I very completely appreciate that because yeah, I exactly. am toast today. <laughs> um, the No, it's uh, end of the year visits, which is actually like nothing out of the usual. It's just this year I started probably three weeks later than I usually do. Why? Because of things. Well, maybe because my boss forgot to order the Christmas presents for the customers uh, in time. And you're so giving, we had... you're giving gifts to customers? Yeah, just just like a something small. So what we usually do is at the end of the year, we visit our um, like OEM customers and like our A to B tier. Like, I don't like saying it that much because some of them don't like buy as much as others, but they've been with us for a long time. Okay. So, um, but it's usually that we have good business with, like we visit them, we have a talk about how the year went, um, what, like what was good, uh, what was like, if, if there have been any delays, if there's anything that's pushed back, the outview for the next year. So it's quite something personal and I really appreciate that. And I actually think it's important to do that. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, I usually like to start in November and not in like the middle of December. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, the downside of that is actually my customers at time. So this this was great. Like the talks were still really good, which is not good as the traffic at the moment. Yeah. Because it's like the first time in years that it actually really snowed in Germany. Okay. And people are going absolutely apeshit about it. And Please I've notice been... how I'm containing that medical life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Like we don't even have to get started about it. Like for you, that wouldn't even be snow. Like, and to be clear, the, the, all the streets are white, but it's because of the salt, not because of the <laughs> really? snow. Oh, there's like, oh, oh there's damn. a snowflake. Let's put a ton of salt on top of it. So we do better here than in Germany. Don't don't say that that kind of stuff. It can't be true. We had uh, like thief. May, no, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just because I spent over thirty hours in my car over the last three days. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's like yeah. double of what I usually do. Like in in that case, it's it's really. I know the drives to the customers and I planned enough time because I've heard how crazy it is, but mm -hmm. I didn't believe it myself how freaking nuts people are at the moment. So uh, a road, like usually I take me two hours to the one customer. It took me five today, each direction. Oh, each direction? Not, not in total? No, 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 no. I spent 10 hours uh, in the car today and I had two customer visits with like one and a half hours meeting each. Damn. Um, I left, I or yeah, no, actually less, because I left the house this morning at a quarter before six, and I got back at pretty much exactly six o'clock. And it's been not like that for the last three days. So if that continues till Christmas, I'm, I'm no, no, I'm just going to park my car and set it on fire somewhere. <laughs> the good okay. thing is on this Friday, like, uh, which is, I believe, tomorrow, because I love should it. be, yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. By the time of we recording this, that should be tomorrow. Um, one of my customers canceled the appointment because oh, they good. got sick. 
not good, but good. Oh yeah, no, it's that that's really good because that gives me less. Well, basically, my boss told me right away. It's like, oh great, it's great because there's like three other customers you could visit. I told him, it's like this is an absolutely fantastic idea, and I did none of it. <laughs> I did not make any new appointments because yep. after this week, I deserve an early weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You said, you said people are, are driving really bad lately, but did you notice a change before and after COVID? It's, there's, there's a huge change after COVID because people that have been, not been driving for two years get in the car. And yeah. it's not the ones that don't drive often because they always drive like shit. Mm. But it's the persons that uh, drove a lot, didn't drive for two years, and then think they can drive like they drove two years ago. Yeah, and I'm guilty of the same mistake. Like I, I used to drive like fifty, well, thirty to fifty thousand kilometers a year, depending on the year, mm-hmm. and that went down to like five to six thousand during COVID, which yeah. is still like more than a lot of people drive. But I yeah. knew when I got back into my car, like I realized right away that. I basically have to learn that the normal driving again. There's just stuff mm-hmm. you have to look for on the, when you're on the road. And um, but still, the, right now there's so many ambulances. Like it's shocking how yeah. many accidents there are. Okay. I mean, there's always bad traffic in the winter time, and usually it's um, a, a truck that breaks down or lorry, as to say mm-hmm. in Britain, um, and stuff like that, which gets secured. But no, like we're talking about pieces of cars laying everywhere in the street. Oh, whole thing like whole highways or uh, autobahns are closed down because of traffic jams. Uh, oh. I had a picture that I made in the morning by standing in traffic, and I sent it to my wife from my navigational system, and it showed all the closed roads. Mm-hmm. And it was the the map was basically just a red field wow. of those warning triangles oh. with the road being closed. Mm. And I'm like, yep, that's what's happening today. <laughs> Oh, and oh, yeah, and just as we speak at 10 o'clock tonight, um, the Deutsche Bahn is going on strike again. So, there's also no what What are they striking for? The train, the train company in Germany. Okay, yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna be on strike starting at 10 o'clock p.m. because they let too many trains go. Like, nobody cares anymore. It doesn't matter if they're on strike or not. I mean, it's not like the bahn is. Like being on time anyway. No, no, and that's how France and Germany become one country. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Now we're really Europe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. How much did you drive last year, Raz? Say again? How much did you drive last year? I have no idea. I don't keep track. You don't? Me? Me? No, I, I have a I have a log for what I drove for the company, and I probably drove maybe three times that, two times that. Let me check, actually. Because you go to market, so it, it, you 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 are keeping track, obviously. But yeah, I was wondering because Jan said that he was only driving like five thousand a year, more or less. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, considering so, your country and and the way it's shaped. Uh, what I logged for the company was 1,700 kilometers last year. Yeah, that's not so bad. maybe I drove 4,000, 4,500 or something. Okay. Um, mm. I'm guessing. I mean, yeah. I, I don't drive a whole lot. I Even now when I... I mean, especially last year when I like walked... Did I have brakes? <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, so, I... It's actually not that bad this year because I'm just looking at the app of my car and it says like I received it at the end of June mm. and I now have 11,000 kilometers on it. Okay. That sounds like a lot to me. 
Oh, granted, and it's, granted, and it's a pure electric one. Like there's been a lot of charging happening. <laughs> yeah, and and also, it's a lot easier in Germany to drive large distances than it is in Norway. No. No. Okay. Never mind that. There's there's less. I mean, I've, it's slow driving in Norway, but it's yeah. a pr pretty fluent driving in Norway. I. Yeah, it depends. It depends. But usually, it's good. Well, you yeah. rush hour in in Oslo. Yeah, I, I laugh at five that. people. <laughs> like I lose, if I try to get out of Stuttgart in the morning, I'm losing the first hour yeah. with, for the first twenty kilometers. Yeah, uh, that, I, 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 I could literally walk faster out of Stuttgart than driving out with my car at the moment. So why don't you? You could do that because then I'm out of Stuttgart and I still need a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's cold in the morning. <laughs> True. That's a fairly good point. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't drive a lot. That's, that's it's as simple as that. I I might break five thousand kilometers a year, but but you that. don't need to. Yeah. No, I, I I've been driving a bit more this year though. Like driving out to the west side and of country for weekend? that. Plane. That's that's a very leading question. Yes, uh, but that's, that's not driving far. That's two hours north, so that's that's very close. Yeah, but yeah. but it's the furthest market I've been to. Uh, so, which is what I did this weekend. I went up to Lillehammer for the big market at Meihagen, which is a large outdoor museum with lots of old buildings. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. I got I got a tally in. There was n a new visitor record. Yeah, despite negative eighteen degrees. Oh fuck that! No. Whoa. Yeah, nearly 12,000 people showed up over the course of the weekend. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a hell of a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and because temperature had plummeted so quickly over the yeah. last week, basically, maybe two weeks, uh, the, the city of Lillehammer is next to the largest lake in Norway. Mm -hmm. In every single measurement, it is the largest, deepest, longest, uh, widest, whatever. Highest. Uh, yeah. Yep things it, no it's not the most highly elevated lake but never mind that fuck off uh, <laughs> it, it's it has not, didn't have time to freeze over so okay. we had negative 18 degrees and high humidity yeah damn. and then i was stuck inside of a house that we couldn't heat because it's so old and drafty and things anyway and then you're just standing there still for six hours straight Sounds like a nice weekend. It was cold. I'm not yeah, going to say this often, but that oh, was wow, cold. Wow, that's the first time I hear you say yeah. that it was cold. Yeah, I was proper layered up and I even had a reindeer skin I was standing on, like reindeer fur that I was standing on. And it, the, it got cold. The max my freezer goes down to is minus 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst that I have experienced is minus twenty-five, and it's it's not good. Yeah. And, My... and I was camping, and it was not good. <laughs> no, no, that that's that's like the ones like popsicle, like living popsicle. Oh yes. <laughs> I'll, 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 tell, I... I'll tell you more. I'll tell you more. Uh, on Friday, uh, I packed my car on Thursday. I drove up to Lillehammer on Friday, setting up my booth and doing everything ready. Mm -hmm. uh, and just before I was leaving home, my mom called me, my stepmom called me and said like, so good news and bad news. Uh, you, will, you, you will be the first one there of us. I was going to share a house, a, a spot with her. Uh -huh. But it's negative 30. It's, oh. it's gotten a half a meter of snow overnight. 
Oh. And neither of the cars can start. How does it even snow with minus 30? It, it doesn't. It just blows down from the mountains. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, fun, this is the driest part of Norway in between all of the in mountains. So it doesn't mm-hmm. get a lot of rain, but there's a, uh, there's a lot that lands on the mountaintops around and then it blows down into the valley. So, yeah, they spend... Thinking. Yeah, it, it's it's beautiful. It's really beautiful, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. be in a hurry up there. They can fire under their diesel engines. Yeah, I've I've seen that. Not up there, but in other places. And it's like that seems sketchy, but it it apparently it works. Yeah, um, I had to do that in North Dakota. It actually works. Don't just don't make it next to any rubber hoses. Yeah, yeah, no, no. don't do that. Should just, be pretty yeah. centered underneath the engine block. Yeah, no, yeah, but don't don't do it. <laughs> no, it is a bad idea. It's a very lost resource. It's a very, very bad idea. Yeah. But long story short, uh, they finally like got one of the cars going. They rented a trailer. They drove all of her stuff down, got set up. She she got there by seven in the evening or something. I showed up at two. So, yeah, it, it was a thing. It was an experience. Uh, and then it was, of course, really cold and all of that. And... When when you are a blacksmith and the thing you're trying to sell is steel mm-hmm. and it is at negative mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. it doesn't well, go you, so well. If, mm-hmm. if you touch it, it's yours. If you want it or not, because it's stuck to your hand. <laughs> yeah, there, there's that. There's you touch that. it, you pay it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't let go anymore? Oh, that's too bad. That's 50 bucks, please. Mm-hmm. Did you sell a lot? Try, try licking no, it. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, that's a problem. I, I This was despite it being the biggest market this year. And mm-hmm. it, I think it had like maybe 10 times the amount of visitors as my previous other best market this year. Yeah. I sold less now yeah. than I did at the, the previous one. It was maybe too cold for people to reach inside their pocket and give out their money or whatever. It, it, it's a lot of things. I mean, it is consistent with everyone I talked to that people spend less money this autumn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, people are getting uh, careful. And then on top of that, like, yeah, it was, I mean, last year at this market, they said it was plus five degrees and raining and everybody mm. preferred negative, stupid and snow uh, yeah. because we are Norwegian. That's what we do. Uh, but with, with that means that a lot of, I suspect a lot of people with families didn't have the time to walk around that much. Before mm-hmm. kids got cold, yeah. and also standing inside of our cold hose that kept a lot of the cold inside, even when the sun was shining outside, yeah. and then trying to sell frozen bits of steel to people didn't help. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think I was just superbly unlucky in like the combination of what I do and the weather we had, and where I was standing. Next year, hit your knife before you sell them, and and it will help. It's like yeah. the little pockets thing that you not pocket thing no no hand warmers yeah yeah the the hand warmers thing that you put in your pockets you just hit your knife and and i I already can see them like out of the gas for just like exactly cherry red and drop it into the pocket (laughs) of the visitors yeah that's the way to do it (laughs) yeah um I'll consider that. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> or and, not. And film it. <laughs> and film it. <laughs> uh, but yes, then, I mean, Sunday, I packed everything down and then I got back home and then I realized that, ooh, that dancing event I couldn't go to, 
it is still going on. No. So Very after I had so after I had dinner, I I went dancing at eleven o'clock and I stayed for a few hours. Smart into into the night. No, it wasn't, but it was very fun. How was your Monday morning? <laughs> it it wasn't no. morning anymore. It was it was early afternoon. <laughs> uh, no, I think I yeah, I think I stayed in bed till till noon or something. Uh, you did well. You did yeah, well. because I texted you on uh, I texted you. I think as I left or I just as I got there and said like, so Japanese lesson tomorrow morning. <laughs> I might not be functional. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, you had a tough weekend. I mean, I can't see myself uh, at a market by minus something, trying to sell stuff, standing still. Um, nah. It's... What did you do, Brad? No, no. Uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I, one more story. One more fun thing. Yeah. So my, my my mom showed up. She grew up at the old farm. Like that's where she grew up. She has mm -hmm. experienced negative fifty. Negative fifty four is the coldest I think she said they had at the farm when she grew up. Yeah. That that is you spit and it goes clunk. That is cold. <laughs> <laughs> like you're literally pissing icicles if you go outside. <laughs> I mean to the, the exact degree. Uh But and she was like, "Yeah, th this is as cold as I've been since uh, that time." Now, of course, like it's it's been a few years for her, but also she brought a friend who moved from South Africa to Norway four oh, years ago. Okay, she, she was suffering a lot. She hates you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Not hate, but it's like I'm. I'm not fucking doing this again. <laughs> yes. Yes. She was very, very adamant of that. But uh, there, there, I mean, she, she was fun. She was great company, but like she yeah. was complaining. And luckily, like the the, um, the host of the market, like they have put up like some warming places for people to go to, so they could get some heat in and all of that. That's so good. like she was going over there. She was doing runs of getting our glug, uh, uh, mulled wine, and co cocoa and mm. meatballs on a stick. Apparently, that's a tradition at this market. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Really good though. Really good. Yeah. That's, Yeah, I feel sorry for her. Like you come, granted, you moved to a very cold place of Norway when you moved to Lesha, that part of Norway. Yeah. But damn, they, they, actually having to be forced outside in for six, eight hours—that's a lot. Absolutely, yeah. I've seen a documentary the other day about the coldest place on Earth, and uh, there, there is many people living there, but they were filming a family, and it was like minus seventy something. Yeah, and that's insane the way to, they have to to live over there just to survive. In order to survive, everything freezes. So mm -hmm. during autumn, they have to uh, uh, stock ice in order to have water during the winter, and they melt the ice every oh. morning. That's yeah. absolutely crazy the way they they do it. Yeah, and and their child who was seven at the time of the documentary wakes up. Eat whatever he eats and go to school. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there's oh, no. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, very interesting. You can't find it on the internet, but that that's very very interesting to to watch. I, I have to, not. I need to double check though. Just sorry, because yeah. we have a lot of outdoor PE classes in Norway during winter. Yeah. And I think it needs to be more than negative twenty for that oh, not to be allowed anymore. 
it's like at negative 10 they don't recommend it anymore but at like at negative 20 you're not allowed to i think that's the rules but i've done many classroom (laughs) (laughs) i've done many baseball training by minus 13 and minus 7 i don't recommend it either it's it's quite dangerous to to practice sports when it's it's that cold and the ground is frozen so it one of the basic, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the basic thing in baseball it is to slide when you reach a base. Mm-hmm. But that works. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> it's a bucket of warm water in the beginning, and it just takes. Fun. Yeah, yeah. We didn't think about that, but yeah, sure. That's uh, we, sh- we should. But when it's muddy, that baseball is really fun, though. Anyway, uh, what did I do this week? Not much. Uh, I've been reorgan- reorganizing the shop a little bit. Um, because I, I realized that I have a few tools that I don't use because they are kind of impractical to use out of reach and stuff. Um, so one, one fourth of the workshop is being redone at the moment in order for me to install my design gravel properly, have proper, uh, fume extraction and all of that good stuff so i can properly use it which has been uh fun to do but now i have uh, uh, other stuff that i need to put somewhere else that uh, that's the bit of a that's teasing no but the, i mean <clears throat> when you when you have in in a small space like i ha- have too many tools like a laser engraver a 3d printer uh and other stuff uh, you can't use them all. You have to switch places or you have to put one somewhere, use it, and then put it away in order to use the next one. And that's yeah. something I really hate doing. I For agree. me, a tool should be usable right away. You, you stand in front As, of it. Especially your regulars. Like, yeah, exactly. There's, yeah. there's the odd tool that you only need every once in a while. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The things you, that is like a pillar, a cornerstone of your business yeah or production work like that should be as easily accessible as possible exactly and it it sounds like you read my mind because that's exactly the 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 reasoning behind what i'm actually doing the laser gravel is something that i really want to use for my business on a regular basis so it needs to be accessible it needs to be usable right away mm-hmm. and that's why i i've, I've been reorganizing or remodeling or restructuring um a bit uh, a part of the workshop um this week are you but sure it looks like the usual mess behind me yeah but you can't see the the this the, side. Oh, the, the, the corner the, side. the one corner yeah the, that one corner is <laughs> different I, w- I will show you I, i'll make stories because it might yeah. be interesting for people uh using a laser graver actually mm. uh the way i did it so maybe it, it might be of some interest but other than that, didn't do much. We had the the in-laws at home for a few days uh, because as uh, it is every week, it was St. Nicholas Day, the whatever it's called in the other part of the world. Right. December 6th, absolutely. Yeah. So my, my in-laws or my father-in-law is from um, North 
part of France where it's actually a, a very big thing. It's mm. even bigger than, than Christmas Day. Um, so you, to keep the tradition alive, they came, uh, this, we celebrated together, the kid got some gifts, uh, plus it was my father-in-law's birthday. So we had kind of a party for two or three days and it was fun. And, and we ate a real raclette, <laughs> um, like the, the proper one, the, how it's supposed to be done with no, with no, no bread, just potatoes. Oh, I'm so going to post that. I'm so going to post that picture. You should, you should. There, there should be a poll about it. Uh, so, yeah, no, it was it was kind of a fun week and also uh, more like it sounds more like prepping for the future. Um, mm -hmm. Don't want to say that I've been a lot, I've been doing a lot of thinking, but it, it, I'm trying stuff in order to get better organized for future projects and the, the, the growth of of my business in the future. So, quite happy, happy with that. Uh, we'll see how it works in the upcoming weeks and days. But uh, yeah, I'm happy with the changes that I've I've made so far. So yeah. Nice. That sounds like a good start. Yeah, uh, hope so. Oh, and I have to prep my car for MOT night next week on Tuesday. Uh, so <laughs> on Tuesday morning, please pray for me because it's gonna be <laughs> gonna be a challenging one. Did you mention last time that there was some funny business going on with the car? Yeah, there, there's a light coming coming uh, on the on the dashboard that should be shouldn't oh, that's be. An easy just yeah. The light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was the plan, but uh, it's like, nah, I can't do that. They they are gonna notice. Uh, so I'm trying to fix it, but it I've I spent uh, a lot of time trying to find uh, where that comes from, and it's very it's one of the airbag uh, warning. So there's one airbag in the car that is malfunctioning or not functioning, mm -hmm. or there's something wrong with it. The problem is that. I have I have a machine that you plug to your car. It's the onboard something OBD. It's called mm -hmm. um, onboard, onboard diagnosis. Uh, diagnosis. Yeah, and and you can when the car detects detects an error, a problem, an issue with something on board, it warns you and it tells you, oh, the problem is here. But I've I've used it many many times and he said, nope, the car is completely fine. There's absolutely no issues with the car. Still, Ooh. there is this light on on the dashboard, and so, so the light is broken. I mean, no, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. I don't know. At this point, I don't know anymore because I've changed a few parts, thinking it was the part parts said part at fault, but wasn't. Mm. So maybe it's it's just a wire that is like loose somewhere that I have to find and fix. So it can be a very easy fix. You can remove the bumpers and just hit all the sensors with a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> the one airbag that doesn't activate afterwards that's, is the one that was broken. That's, that's one way to do it. It's not the cheapest one, but yeah. Sure. Uh, no, but I see uh, no problems with that solution. <laughs> I it might does work. It. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm sure it does. So yeah, um, yeah, it should be fine. It should be fine uh, for the MOT. But yeah, we'll see on Tuesday and next week. I will tell you guys if he, it was successful or not. Let's hope I... that you don't get snowed in. 
Yeah, I hope so. I absolutely hope so. What could I do if I was stuck at home? With... Oh, that's that's good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Should love I explain? it. Yeah, please do. So we thought about this week and, um, well, I kind of thought for myself today, damn, it would be nice if it actually starts snowing again and we just can't leave the house. Yeah. And then I thought it would actually make a nice topic. So because imagine you know that there's a snowstorm coming, you're going to be snowed in. So mm -hmm. basically weather forecast is like prepare. It's going to be a heavy downfall. Expect outages like maybe not power, but at least internet and all that stuff. So wait, internet is out. Internet is out. No, no internet, no, no Netflix. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's a suicide scenario for me. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's basically one step away from doomsday okay. <laughs> and um, you're going to be locked in. So basically it's going to be snowing. You're going to be locked into your house, not your workshop. So basically, you're going to be at home. You're not going to be able to leave it. Uh, unfortunate red for you. I mean, I don't know, because you got your workshop in your house. I guess lucky you. <laughs> yes. Um, That's cheating. That's cheating. Or maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe you locked the, the room and, the, I don't know, the keys in your shed. Or oh, no, you're cheating. Place. <laughs> yeah. So each, each of us can take one book, one video game, and a movie or a series, or I would say actually a movie and a series. Because okay. one week, so you're going to be snowed in for at least one week. Okay. So one um, week, and then one also week again. you have to do one home project, like one maker related project while you're locked at home or locked okay. in at home. So one, we have, we are locked at home because it's snowing. We have food, but no internet. Yes, exactly. You prepare, you prepare food and everything. So, but you're basically then snowed in you can't leave the house um you do have electricity of course and yeah. then it's just basically uh but for some reason you only thought about because everything is on netflix you only yeah. have like one movie at home maybe okay. one series that you have like a movie can also be like a like the harry potter collection or the lord of the rings collection yeah, like yeah. it doesn't have to be that one it can be a collection or something a series okay. you have that one book laying around one book, right. one video, one movie, one series, and one project to do. Exactly. Okay. I, I, I know. The video I know game doesn't. It doesn't have to be a video game. It can also be a board game. Okay. I I know what book I would bring. Go on. I would take the one Wheel of Time book that Martina and Hansi or Martina made at the Nerdforge recently, which contains all of the <laughs> I don't know fifteen twenty <laughs> volumes of Wheel of Time in one. That's the one <laughs> book I would have. That's that's kind of smart. Yeah. Do you think you could be get done in one week with the other stuff? No, I'm not planning on getting shit done. I'm just go, <laughs> max, I'm, I'm just maximizing. To. Oh, oh you, you, you have a thinking about maximizing. Okay. Yeah. But have you haven't you read that book or a yeah. book already? Yeah, multiple times. But it doesn't bother you to read them again? No, because now I can read them. I can point out all the things that they've wrong in the TV series. Um, yeah. Instead sure. of watching the TV series and go ahead like, is that how it is? And then go, going over to ChatGPT and asking it. And it's like, no, that's not how it is. And it's like, oh, good. I thought so. And then going back to watching. Yeah, I've been doing that. I've been watching, I've been watching the Real of Time TV series with ChatGPT to double check what's happening in the series and whether that was in the book or not. Oh, you're sick, man. <laughs> yeah. It works surprisingly well <laughs> in my defense. Yeah, I'm sure it does. 
But may I ask why you would take that book, though, if you if you have read read them already and multiple times, are you not excited by the idea of reading something new, even if it's in the well, same yeah. style or whatever? But I mean, yes and no. But the question isn't about whether I'll find something or whether uh, that I want to read something new. It's I want to read something I know that I will enjoy and sure. reading something I really, really enjoyed just yeah. gives me more opportunities to find more details in a book to have yeah, fun yeah. with. Yeah, like, I, I, could ju I could just as well pick the Doors of the Rings, but then I would be reading it for at least a tenth time, if not mm -hmm. more, mm -hmm. which I would be happy to do. But yeah. I have read the Wheel of Time less and there's more book in that one mega volume that Nerdforge made. No, I'm just. I I totally understand you, but I, I'm surprised because the way I've I've I read a lot of books in my life, mostly for my my research and studies. Mm. So it was kind of rare that I take the time to read a book for my own pleasure, enjoyment, and and adventure. So I'm I'm very selective when it comes to book because I don't have the time. Mm. Like. Quote unquote, I don't have the time. I should make time. I should take yes, the time. Or yes, but yes. I prefer for my own enjoyment watching a movie or a TV series rather than reading a book, especially when it comes to something that I, I know already. That's why I didn't read The Lord of the Rings, even though I love the movies. I don't want to spend that time reading something that I already know, even though it both um, the movies and the books are quite different. I know there is no so much details in the movie, but I know mm. the general story and I don't want to spend the time reading the books. I prefer investing that time into something new. But and it's I not about the general story. Out. It's not yeah, about I know. the general story. Yeah, 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 I understand that. And I think you're missing out because Lord of the Rings is actually written beautiful. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I, I remember it being. I remember the the battles actually being the less important part in it for me. Yeah, for interesting wise, but just the Shire and how everything is described, especially there there were no movies around, and yeah. that created. But yeah. it's it draws such a beautiful picture in my mind that I've been basically when I was young that I was dreaming about the the Shire I and everything because it was. That. Just like there's not many authors that find that balance of describing enough to give you an outline, but not too much to just let enough for your fantasy, like do your fantasy to work. Yeah. So yeah. that that one is really nice in Lord of the Rings. I get, I get that. I understand you. The time, the, the when I I tried to read the Lord of the Rings, it was shortly after the I, I saw the movies. Mm -hmm. So it was many years ago. I, I was probably not ready for the book because I read the first hundred pages probably. Mm -hmm. And all I remember from those hundred pages were hobbits trying to reach the, the tavern they are supposed to go to. Yeah. yeah. And they were but that's that's eating, sleeping, walking. Eating, sleeping, that, walking. That is a lot of pages. <laughs> I was like, nah, I, I, I tried. But, but I think we yeah. had this conversation once before. Did Probably, you yeah. did you read them in with the Lord of the Rings in French or in English? Yeah, I tried in French. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's your mistake. But yeah, surely, surely. Because like um, almost no matter how good the translation is, mm -hmm. 
I I think uh, J.R. Tolkien very expertly and with great effort chose the words he chose yeah, yeah, to describe yeah. the things he decided to describe because yeah. of the prose and the more connotations, the meaning, the rhythms around it. Mm-hmm. So if you have half an inclination to actually like read the stories again, yeah. read it in English. Mm-hmm. But... I would also recommend going for the audiobooks or maybe even better the BBC audio play from okay. the seventies. No no, 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 just take a book and fucking read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, yes. Smell, smell yes. the book. When you're done with a chapter, lay it to the side. Don't don't do it all electronically. No, I agree. We have so many books at home. And my wife has probably three or four different versions of Lord of the Rings. That I I can pick the one I I, I prefer like French yeah. or English version with the the older drawings of the smaller oh, version. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I will probably do that. But yeah, I need to motivate myself because it's a uh, reading is a struggle. Uh, when I when I I really want to enjoy something, a book is not really the, my first choice. What would you want to read? Like what would um, be your like I said, um, I've been not forced. It's not the word because it was absolutely by choice. But I had to read a lot of different books in a lot of different topics about mm-hmm. a dif- lot of different topics for my research and studies. So uh, for me, it was a, a mix, a weird mix of the pleasure of learning a lot of different stuff, but also the obligation to use the knowledge that I, that I gain from that book into something for my future, my, my curriculum or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now I try to read books that I, I really enjoy and I need a good reason to enjoy it. Either it's the story that I like the, the, the pitch of the story is like, oh, fuck, that sounds great. I wanted more about that story or the style of even both or the style of the author um, and, and the way he writes. And in that regard, there is a few authors that I really like. One of them is um, Paolo Coelho. Um, and, but my favorite one is Umberto Eco. who was an Italian writer and scholar. He wrote a few novels, like in The Name of the Rose. Uh, Is that the correct title in Uh English? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, And and a few other. And unfortunately, he died a few years back, and I was very sad that day because I knew that the the novel that he published, um, the last one that he published called the cemetery of Prague would be the last one. There would be no new novel from that guy ever. And I had, I had that book. I bought it the day it, it was out and I didn't read it because I didn't want it to end. Yeah. Do you understand the feeling? Like, I, I, I get oh, yeah. That. yeah, I do get that. So it's been on my, my nightstand for years now. I've I've read the beginning of the uh, of this novel, like probably the uh, hundred first pages, mm-hmm. and it's really good, and I really enjoy it. I don't want to finish it because after that I'm done with the the work of Umberto Eco, and I I want to keep that 
um, perspective of enjoying his words a little bit longer, which is kind of dumb because I could reread the books, yeah. all of them. Yeah. And, and, and if I die tomorrow, uh, I will not have finished reading his work and I would have missed enjoying his last novel. So it's kind of stupid, I know. Oh, but if I was, it's hard to close a chapter. Yeah. So maybe if I was stuck at home for a week, I, I would probably do that. I would, I would uh, finally read the, the book uh, that I have next to, to my bed uh, every single day called The Cemetery, the Cemetery of Prague by mm -hmm. Umberto Eco because it's, it's really good. You were, you were talking about Tolkien and the way he describes stuff and situation. Umberto Eco is absolutely, he's a master at it. Mm -hmm. um, the, there is a book called Le Pendule de Foucault. It's Foucault's Pendulum, probably in English. I'm not sure. I don't know uh, how, how it's called. But uh, a guy the, at the very beginning of the movie, the, not the movie, oh, that interesting lapses, um, <laughs> of the book, a guy is hiding in a museum. Mm -hmm. And for 100 pages, uh, more or less, is describing the museum. So every single piece of art that so is... So it's creating inside. a map. Yeah, so you, you can have the mental image yeah. of the museum, where the guy is hiding, why he's hiding there, because he has a view on something else that he needs to 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 to, to look at at that time. And in the story, it really makes sense that you understand what's happening in that dark room at night. So yeah, it's a very very good um, book as well. So yeah, so I would I would go for that guy probably. Nice. What about you, Jan? Um, uh, first of all, if, because it's now Christmas time, this is usually the time where I look back a little bit, or I like to reread things. Um, you know how to you watch the Christmas classic movies and everything. So first of all, I really um, lately I've been thinking a lot with everything with all the shit that's going on and all the political stuff. Um, I was thinking about rereading um, all of the Discworld novels. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, because that's just, I mean, it's everyday life nicely packaged mm -hmm. uh, with uh, just my humor, <laughs> like just the right kind of humor in it. But yeah. no, actually, book-wise, I would w want to start something new. And I would actually just go with an author and not a book. I would uh, let Steffi choose a book for me mm -hmm. from uh, Brenton Sanderson. Okay. Because she's been oh. reading all of his books and she's got yeah. the ones, the, um, the surprise ones, like the four ones he wrote during COVID. So she mm. did the Kickstarter on those for the digital versions because the paper ones are way too expensive. Um, and uh, she highly recommended them to me. So this okay. is actually something I am going to start this Christmas. Uh, I let her pick because she, I think she read the Stormlight Archives and all of the other books out of the series. And I will let her recommend something for me. So that, Is that yeah, something that you, you do on a regular basis? Let someone pick the, the book that you, you're going to read? Because it sounds very interesting. No, like I have a recommendation of someone that loves you Give you give you a book to read. Yeah, uh, I I like to get tip, like I like to get tips from like uh, people that read the books. So even if I go into a bookstore, it's just like okay, those are the authors mm -hmm. I read. Those are the books I really enjoyed. Yeah, do you have something that goes towards that? And if you have something that reads the same genre, they usually go like, oh, I got just the thing for you. 
Okay. So this is for example how I got to the um, Iron Druid Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, I Stefan, I read the same kind of books. So okay. of course mm-hmm. it's like yeah, I just let her choose because I know she has good taste in books and she reads a ton. Yeah. Yeah. My wife is the same. She she reads yeah, I, a lot. I have a fantasy library at home that I can pick from. So basically all of the books from Brenton Sanderson, she's just going to go up to the bookshelf, just pick a book and say, take this one. <laughs> I, yeah. I, like that. I think that's a good luxury though. It is a bit of a luxury, but I think it's a really good one to not only have the option of someone that can just recommend books to you and they will just give it to you from the shelf, but yeah. also trusting someone enough to, to know that whatever they say, yeah, I will enjoy it as much as they say I will because they know me so well. Yeah, there's there's like two benefits to either way you do it. If I get a new book from um, a library or from a bookstore, then I can tell Steph about it. It's like, well, you really have to try this book. It's really good. On the other side, what I really enjoy is I know if she picks a book for me because she read them. If I read them, I can talk to her about the book. Like we have a yeah. conversation about it. I'm like, whoa, isn't that insane? She's like, yes. I was going yeah. crazy in there too, or it's like, no, it, it wasn't my, like, it, it gets more interesting later. Something like that. H- have she read House of Leaves? I don't know. See, see if that's something she'll want to try. Okay. Because uh, I, I would love to at some point talk to her about it. Okay. You mentioned that book. Uh, yeah, I, in I focused book. on it um, yeah. months or two ago. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I remember that, yeah. Is it it's one of uh, is it the Brendan Sanderson or no? It is not. Um, hold on. Uh, what's the name? Mark C. Danilovskov, Danilevsky, something like that. Okay, sure. I'll ask her. Yeah. Okay. House of Leaves. It's Danilovsky. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So, what video game? Oh damn! Same thing. No, it's it's like. Do you want to have the comfort of re- doing a game that you already know, or do you want to discover something new? In so, my case, and because someone suggested it so many times, I would go for Elden Rings. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I, I know I'm going to spend hours on it, and yeah. I don't think I would get bored, but the game no. <laughs> looks amazing, and it also looks difficult enough to uh, to be the right amount of interesting and challenging mm. but not boring if you see what i mean mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah I, probably I, my pick i mean um i'm half tempted that I, I would probably go with elden ring as well uh-huh. either that or i would it's it's sort of twofold because i feel like i'm now currently waiting on like the next uh civilization game to come out yeah and that's like a game I easily sink a thousand hours into. Like all of the Civilization games I've played stupid amounts. Um, because we don't have internet, like World of Warcraft is off the table. But if I'm just locked up somewhere and I need to find some enjoyment or just something to spend my time on, yeah, I know I can probably go back to World of Warcraft and I will just lose all the time I need. Wait, wait, I have a question. Are we stuck alone or do I still have my wife and my kid stuck with me? No, you can, like, it's basically optional. 
Okay. You can decide if they're at your in-laws at that time or if you want, like if you want to spend the time alone okay. or if you want to do it with the family. That's why I said also like it doesn't have to be a video game. It can also be a board game. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, let's, if I'm alone, let's go with Elden Rings. Um, if I'm with my wife and my kids, the easy pick would be some kind of Mario Party game. Mm-hmm. Or, or Mario Kart mm. or something because we That's can play the three of us and it's still fun. Um, but I, I probably mentioned that also in a focus, but I, I have no idea if it's uh, like an international game. There is something called um, uh, Block Up, which is mm-hmm. a, a, like an escape room kind of game. Uh, it's a board game. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah. I mentioned, mentioned it probably. So you have a scenario, you are, you start with one card and on your card there is hints and numbers. The numbers correspond to different cards and you add them to your, your game and mm-hmm. the story unfolds and you have to resolve mystery and, and be smart and yeah. it's really good. I'm not sure if it's, if it's uh, available in different countries, but it's a big, big hit in France and everybody... Not everybody, but a lot of people are, are playing it and, and having a lot of fun with it. So we are doing that, the three of us, wife and kid and I, and it's very enjoyable. You you have to beat the game. You have to escape before the, the one-hour thing. Uh, and yeah, we we like that. So yeah, yeah. Learning if I'm alone, probably one of the lock-up games if we are... Uh, we have those uh, escape room games too. Yeah? Played, yeah, I played one last week with a uh, lot of the rings. What is it called? It's like a, uh, it's a one Cosmos. game? Or... It's, it's, it's called From Cosmos. And it's okay. kind of like, what I don't like about it is that you have to destroy it. Uh, I know, so I you have a map, you have a book, and you have the app with the timer. And yeah. then you read through the story, and then you have to do the um, puzzles and stuff in there. Some of them mathematics, some of them like optical, and then you basically yeah. progress the story by doing that. Uh, but you have to destroy the thing that you are using in order to do the game? Some of the cards you basically yeah, need to, to get yeah. that. There's some that's non-destroyable, but that particular one we played was destroyable. Yeah, I don't like that because my my sister is also a big fan of the game. Oh, there are yeah. many of them, so we exchange them. Same, same here. Yeah, this is yeah. why you always have to look like we usually only get the ones that are um, non-destroyable that yeah. you can basically give to someone else afterwards. Okay, cool. Also, I hate to throw. Like basically, you bother with the packaging and everything, and I hate to throw uh, something yeah. like that away. Yeah. That's just wasteful. Absolutely, yeah. I forgot to mention, like Red Dead Redemption. That might actually be something I would dive into. Oh yes, either that or God of War. Yep. Oh yes. <laughs> I kind of want to. Like, the Last of Us. I mean, there's there's a lot of those like you only can large... pick one. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Go for Red Dead Redemption. You will not regret it. Okay. And it, you can spend so many hours playing it. Okay. Yeah. It's a really, really good game. I was, when I asked you guys the questions, I was pretty sure that I would go with Elix because I haven't played it yet and it's on my to-do mm-hmm. list. But yeah. honestly speaking, after what I've seen, I would go with Cyberpunk 2077 again. Oh because yes. I spent so many hours in that yeah. game and then there's now the um DLC that came yeah. out, like the, the yeah. new um extension for it. And now they just released a patch which also added a ton of new things and basically remade 
the whole skill tree and everything. So nice. for me, that would be like playing a new game. And I already know that I like it just because of the setting. Mm. I was really invested in the story for that. So this, this would be it for me. I would have to try that game. Yeah. You've, you've mentioned it a long time ago and I, I was kind of... I'll, I'll probably do that after Christmas, yeah. just towards New Year, because um, I'm pretty sure Steph will play uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and after that yes. Horizon Forbidden West, because yes. both games are over there. Yes, so, yeah. and they are really good. Yep. I recommend that um, Horizon Zero Dawn and then mm. she got the second one. Which, which movie would you go for, Jan? Movie-wise... Because it's just before Christmas, if I'm really snowed in, it would have to be Die Hard, Die Hard series. <laughs> because it's just can't be Christmas without Krugel just falling off a skyscraper. <laughs> it has to be. Yes. <laughs> I don't care if it's not a Christmas movie or not. No, I don't care. Either. It is a really good movie. It's... No, it's a, I was just quoting, quoting yes. Bruce Willis. Yeah. We said that yeah but he can't Disney. speak anymore. It's fine. <laughs> You're so cruel. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No, 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 this, this would be um that would be the movie. Serious would be a throwback because I was um cleaning up and I opened up one of the moving boxes that I had still from the US that's uh -huh. basically made it through every move and I pulled out an old DVD box. Okay. And that one is um Star Trek. Which one? The good Picard ones. Okay. Old Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. And like, um, what's it called? Enterprise new, Next Generation, New Generation? No. Uh, new Generation? Next Generation? Next Generation. You I think it? Next Generation, the one with Picard. Yeah. Yeah. And I have all of those, and I would just binge watch the absolutely shit out of it. Next Generation. Yeah. Next okay. Generation. Yeah. Was? I want to cheat and just say Lord of the Rings. It's not cheating. Like all, of, oh, no, all of it. Like he's gonna start with, yeah, the three movies. But yeah, that's yeah. Fine. It's and a, then it's a movie movie in three parts, so yeah. that's fine. Okay, cool. Then, then that's easy. But I think, I mean, I I recently started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yay! Oh, oh, that's awesome. That would be cool to finish off. Phenomenal. Yes. You haven't? No, I've seen half of season one or something. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> You've no. never seen the rest of the no. Vampire Slayer. No, I, I started early this year and I've just been moving slowly. And, and, once, and once you're done and the snow has melted off, you go out and buy yourself all the Angel episodes. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know there's Angel afterwards. Uh, yeah, I mean, not, not as good, but it, like, it, it makes the pain of no more Buffy a little bit yeah. less. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I okay, mm. but I I don't know how you 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 start a, a series like Buffy and not finish it like right away. Because I I've been watching other things. I'll do yeah. good things. No, sure, but I, I don't doubt that. But the way I function is when I start a, ser a TV series, I have to go through all the thing before I start watching something else, something different. I stay nope. in that universe for a period of time and then move on. Yeah, I, I understandable. For me, though, it's a bit more how much time do I actually have in this moment to sit down and watch something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And 
a lot of the TV series I have been watching is more of an hour long episodes and Buffy is pretty exactly 40, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I don't have time for the full hour, there's like, okay, I can do, I can do Buffy instead. Okay. So it's, it's really a schedule issue for you. Buffy too. is the perfect length of this. Oh, I'm just, it's only 40 minutes. I'm just going to watch one more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. Did you enjoy the, the beginning of the, the, what you've seen so far? I mean, yeah, I do. I really do. But at the same time, it's like, there's so many things that are super cheesy and yeah. very oh, yeah. 90s. But it's also, it's like, well, it is super cheesy because they, they were the original. Everyone else made it cheesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the tropes. And I don't know how many tropes there actually are that started there, but it's a, a lot of things I feel like were overdone later that I've seen in other TV series. Yeah. And then it's the whole, whole thing of like, oh, we need to kill this guy off screen because we don't have a special effect budget. <laughs> and that yeah, happens it... all the time. And it's like, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's fun. It's great. And they're even singing. Oh, yeah, that episode, man. <laughs> Once That's again, with oh. feeling is just one of my all-time favorites. Whereas when you get there, we'll talk. You'll know. Yeah. yeah, you'll know because yeah. there is one episode with absolutely the best fucking thing ever made on earth. <laughs> is so, it better yeah. than uh, Spider-Man when he starts dancing in the streets? Yes, the way better. Yeah. Okay. Way better. <laughs> you can compare the two. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you'll know, and you will text us at that time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've seen it. I will. I will. <laughs> what was the last thing you had on the list, Jan? Or did you answer yourself on the movie? Uh, yeah, did not movie, not movie and series. Oh, you didn't. Okay. No. Yep. And you you said you would be cheating if you you choose Lord of the Ring. Um, I'm gonna cheat, like <laughs> real bad, because I I would do Doctor Who. Oh. Yeah. Uh, from yeah. the start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the seasons, not the the new version of Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who, not the mm. old one. <clears throat> because uh, I fucking love that show for one, mm-hmm. uh, and then recently, like for the past two weeks, there are new episodes are coming up on yeah. Disney Plus, mm-hmm. um, and and David Tennant is back and Donna is back, and it's it's great, and it's like moving into a new chapter of the show, and it's uh, I enjoy it, and and there's a, there's a Christmas yeah. special or a New Year's special coming out, correct? Yeah, the Christmas special is coming out, uh, well, for Christmas. Um, this week is the last one of the three with uh, David Tennant. Okay, I have not seen any of those, so I didn't even know they were out. That makes yeah, me no, excited I, right I now. haven't gotten to them yet either. To, to, it's one every Sunday for the past, like, two weeks. So nice. this week, okay. like, in two days, there will be the, the final one. And Fantastic. after that, there is the Christmas for special. I'll be uh, watching with Steph this weekend. Yeah, please do because it's uh, it's 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 well, it's Doctor Who, so you have the old good things that you like about Doctor Who, but it's also new, it's also different. There is some, yeah, you'll see. But it will be a wibbly wobbly brunch in front of the Sunday brunch in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So yeah, I would, I would go for it. Hmm. Doctor Who again. And was then what was the last? Oh no, TV series. Did you say the, yeah, the movie? Or it was, it was movie and TV series. Yes. 
Are you cheating? You're combining the two? No, it's not. No, no. Um, because I said it's like uh, I would watch the Die Hard movies and I would watch Star Trek. So I have to pick okay. a movie as series. well? Yep. One movie and a series. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, damn. A movie. There's so many movies that I like to the point that I could watch them again and again and again. And that's kind of what Christmas is for, isn't it? Yes. But I I still prefer watching something new and and discovering a new story, discovering a new uh-huh. director, discovering new actors, the, the, a new storyline or whatever. But, I mean, the professional? Yeah. Uh-huh. Long version, not like the cheap, the theatrical version that doesn't <laughs> explain the relationship that they have like clearly yeah because you can be mistaken oh they're in love no they're not they're fucking not it's not about that so yeah the the professional the three or it's probably not three hours long but the, the extended version dvd version um yeah that that's probably a movie they can watch again and again and again and again and, and again, again. <laughs> and again, and yeah. not get bored. So, yeah. Nice. A project, you said, as well? Yes. What One project yours? that does not basically require your workshop. It's not my workshop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> behind me. It's not my workshop. It's my small workshop. <laughs> no, I, we just moved in last year. <laughs> so there is still plenty to do in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could I could redo the bathroom in one week if I had the material. I could repaint uh, the lobby. I could I could uh, do many things in the house anyway. So yeah, I don't know one one specific thing. If I can't access this room, my little working room, probably I would I would start working on the bathroom for a week. Like. Take this, uh, the, the plan we have with the wife is to rebuild completely the bathroom. So for the, in order to do that and do it properly, I would have to completely destroy the actual bathroom. And that okay. could easily take a, a week. So uh, I'll give it 10 seconds and a stick of dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to keep the, the, the building standing. So yeah, one stick what, time what, <laughs> one chili dinner in a match. I want to keep good relationship with my neighbors. That's you're asking too much. Yeah, I yeah. know. So now it's gonna be with a sledgehammer and and mm-hmm. uh, and a few days. Is it? That's how it's gonna happen. But I'm waiting t- till spring probably because I I want to be able to take a, a hot shower when it's mm-hmm. cold outside, especially yeah. if we are blocked by snow. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, Probably yeah. my my answer. That would be the yeah. Nice. What about you guys? Yeah, I would look for everything that is broken or not completely finished inside the house, like those little small projects. Also, mm-hmm. there's some jewelry or stuff that broke that I've basically promised her to glue back with epoxy for like the last year so it's just um it would be for me tying up loose ends just those little small projects that don't take long but it takes forever till you actually just pick it up and do it yeah yeah and then just line them up and just for like each day just do like two or three of them 
I would probably run out after two to three days. Actually, there's not that many open projects, but I'll, I'll find something. Just those yeah. little small improvements inside the house. Like repairing jewelry would be one. Um, then I would. Repair, oh. What do you mean by repairing jewelry? Like the small chains that one link is broken up, then you have to put back together? Pretty much. There's one yeah. with a with a broken chain. There's one that where actually, I, I'm, I'm not sure what happened, but it's kind of like a, um, there's, there's a piece that broke off of it. It's metal, but it kind of, uh, it's probably cast. Mm. Okay. And not high quality from the looks like, but she really likes it. So I'm just going to stick that back together. Okay. Maybe some like GB Wild or something like that, like Spelly, to to fix it. Yeah. Hmm? Oh okay. gosh. Yep. Right. No, just. I I would probably try to finish the book. What do you mean finish the book? Oh the yeah, book yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Oh yeah. Which I have maybe written ten pages for this year. Yeah, but it's it, uh, you you are. Uh, already written plenty of pages in the past so it's yeah, like 90% still, done now I, there's yeah maybe optimistically 90% didn't uh, we and you have got, a chat about your you, book you like a long time ago and I gave you a schedule about <laughs> exactly. that yeah like, but then, then, then I realized there's, oh I need, there's more things I should add to this I yeah you can just start finish. a new book about procrastination <laughs> <laughs> next week <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I would love to be able to finish that soon. But um, I need to have the time to sit down and start writing up projects for it mm -hmm. and structuring. I mean, yeah, the writing part of it is nearly done. Yeah. But I need to do all of the boring structuring. I need to take images. I need to illustrate all of those things. It which can, just take it can time. be. Uh, yes, but if you. As long as you don't decide that from this date to this date, I dedicate one week, one month to the book and the book only, mm. it, it, you will push it and push it and push it and work on it when you have free time. And you will never have free time because you have you have yeah. priorities, different priorities. So Yeah, that, that's part of the reason why I try to make sure I don't go to the workshop on Mondays so mm -hmm. that I have time to catch up with all of that. Yeah. But at the Can same you time, do it on Mondays. Yeah, like do, do you take like well, one, that's, two, that's been a problem other. over the last year, and and so because I have so much other shit to do to do, yeah, that I haven't had the headspace to set aside enough time to work on it proper. Hence my suggestion of take, like taking a week off to work specifically on the book, just to see where you at with the book, and how you can progress in a week. Yeah, I. There's a lot of things I need to do on it, but I mean, one thing is actually start sending out uh, like small copies of it, maybe like a few chapters here and a few chapters there to people and start having some feedback on it. Yeah. Um, Please. It's all in Norwegian, so, you know. Fuck off. <laughs> why are okay, you writing a book if it's made up anyway with made up words and shit all words are made up you're not wrong yeah is that something to focus on absolutely absolutely then i want to go first just to finish talking for now please do mm -hmm. 
uh, Leo a while back recommended a podcast to me that is called Let's Learn Everything. Oh. And it is amazing. Oh, so just down your alley. Yes, it very much is. It's three friends sitting down and all of them have researched and are uh, presenting a topic to the other, other two people. We should try that. Sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, we could. Like for one but, day, just one one shot, but not stealing yeah. the other people's podcast ideas. Well, that's not what I'm saying. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know. And I kind of agree. It could be fun. But they do it so extremely well that I'm kind of hesitant for us to try it. Because okay. like the, the enthusiasm they bring to it and the dedication they have to the research they do mm-hmm. is so good. And the chemistry between them is also fantastic. And they just... There's so much going on between them while they're chatting and having fun with the topic mm-hmm. that makes it so incredibly enjoyable. Sounds But very nice. It really is. But today I listened to an episode about the Ig Nobel Prizes and yeah. the whole Ig Nobel thing. And it is so fucking good and it's hilarious. And it's so... I mean, I knew about the Ig Nobel Prizes. Like, they, they have versions of the normal Nobel Prizes, but it's Ig Nobel... It's like useless things, but it makes you think that people get uh, prizes for, mm-hmm. including a guy who proved that you could levitate a frog with electromagnets if you have enough of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, he got an Ig Nobel Prize for that and so many other things. Like someone mesh- figured out that there's uh, the amount of nose hairs is pretty consistent across all human beings <laughs> and it is evenly distributed <laughs> between each nostril yeah okay i was like well yeah that's that's good to know but yeah. why <laughs> are you called again let's learn everything let's learn everything okay yeah i i'm, I'm so really funny. having fun with it and there's so much uh, things going on uh jump back i mean i was my usual recommendation is like jump back like a dozen episodes and start there from the current ones. Okay. That's how I usually treat a new podcast because like then I get a view of how good they are right now. Mm-hmm. And depending on how much I enjoy it or how current the topics are, then I will start jumping back in history or start from the beginning and move my work myself forward. Okay. Because then I'd like, if it start out shit and I need to go through a hundred episodes before they become good, then that's less fun. Yeah. But if it is good today and it's like, okay, I can just keep on from here. But if yeah. I start missing them more, I can go back and listen to more. That's my thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And good so I'll, I'll be working myself backwards. But for now, I think the good recommendation is like jump back a dozen episodes and okay. pick one you like. Uh, maybe not start with the Ig Nobel one because it sets, it is based upon a few other things that come before it. Okay. But it's a very good second or third episode to listen to, I think. Okay. Good. So yeah, let's learn everything. Right. All all of the usual podcasty places. Nice. Nice. Jan? I have not really focused on anything this week except work. So um, for me, it's been my Spotify playlist of the year, mm-hmm. which is extremely fun. If you have Spotify, I mean, you, you probably know about it. Uh, no, I'm going to focus on Steph because um, she's been really good about me coming home completely distressed out every night, <laughs> just giving me yeah. the room and the understanding and everything. So, yeah, I'm, make it simple and focus on her. That's great. I think she deserves that. 
she's she's great every day but like just i'm really appreciating it at the moment <laughs> yeah that's a great great idea good i'm gonna go with uh um, who will you go for you brad i'm gonna go with <laughs> boily hobby time oh yeah he's great is it is fantastic so I, I stumbled upon that video on youtube and the guy is basically making um diorama and he's very very good at it he doesn't do like uh 3d printing his own models but he's creating everything and it's it looks it looks fantastic and the one that i i discovered that guy uh in one video of a dragon uh attacking a tavern and people fighting the dragon and it's just it it when you look at diorama maybe it because i focused on him half a year ago yeah probably but that <laughs> it was suggested to me by by youtube the other day and i was like yeah that yeah. the guy is good and yeah. probably i was already subscribed to the guy i don't remember but it was that just great to see to see that guy and he has so many good videos that are not too long no. and he explains very well what he's doing why he's doing it and the re end result is absolutely stunning yeah his kid bashing skills are next level yeah I, yeah I, I and i love the western town with the um i, th I think it's him right boiler hobby time does the the uh western towns the, the monsters like western and monsters combined oh yeah no he, yeah i think he did something like that a while back I believe I saw he, that. He does it once in yeah. a while. Yeah, no, he has a 10-episode series or something about the Western Town diorama. That could be the one you're talking about? Yep, yep, yep. I, I was just going to say that I love the fact that he has a video that is called Flaming Demon Attacks Old Man on Bridge. <laughs> and it is, <laughs> yeah, as you would expect, exactly <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, see... Uh... He is good. I I like his videos. He has different styles uh, of thing. The uh, one of my favorite is the realistic Death Star Super Laser Laser Diorama, yeah. or it's just like the Death Star with a laser beam to Earth or any kind of planet or whatever. It's destroyed. Mm -hmm. Very simple, straight to the point. Looks beautiful. Um, so yeah, uh, if you if you like. like if you like him, also uh, check out Stutzen Studios. Is he... Because he makes a ton of Ghibli stuff. Okay. And they're all the same, like North of the Border, um, Stutzen and Boily. They have some collabs. Uh, they refer to each other. They're all in the diorama makerspace that they that's, kind of like created a niche for them. And uh, they're all phenomenal. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I have... It, it's a bit tricky to look at their videos when you're a maker because you're like, oh, it looks so cool. I want to try it. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't want to try it. I, I want to, but I don't because there, I, there is no way I can reach that level unless I invest myself like 100% into that new rabbit hole. And I yeah. don't want to do that. Uh, I, I just prefer like enjoying their work. It's really nice. It's very interesting. But isn't it kind of good though to know that you could get good at it if you actually dedicated yourself? Maybe I don't know. I don't know if I would get good at it 
I, I would have to invest so much time and energy in order to get like med- mediocre at it. Yeah. Eat so many sweets and yogurts just to get the packaging for the kit bashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. No, but uh, these I'm at this point in my life where, as a maker, I don't want to be good at everything anymore. Mm. Which was a thing at at a point in time, and that's probably a topic for a, a, a future episode. But um, I mentioned that video of of Chad Smith playing the drum for Drumeo last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. You've seen the video. You've seen how insanely good that guy is despite having a drum track quite simple when he's playing for red or chili pepper it has nothing to do what he did on during that video has nothing to do with what he's usually doing for his band his own band mm. but the guy is insanely good in that video and i've always been very uh, i've always admired drummers because i i i, I wish i'd I took the time to learn to play the drums when I, I was younger and not just play the guitar as everyone else mm. uh, who wanted to make music and be st- unable to create a band because you can't find a drummer. So I should have <laughs> for, for the drums. Um, but now I don't want to learn the drums anymore. I just want to enjoy a guy playing the drums good enough for me to know that he's good at what he does. And, and it's quite the same for Diorama. I'm like, oh, the guy is good. I'm really enjoying what he's doing. But I don't want to try it because that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. But on, on on that note, though, like, I, yeah, I completely agree with you. It's, it's a little bit healthy, I think, to not try to be good in everything. And, and to also so. accept that it's fine to be bad at some things. Yeah, or not even try but, something. But and just yeah, yeah. Like absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, at least the way I see it is like, oh, I would like to be good at this thing. Mm-hmm. Let me just set aside a little bit of time every week to do that one thing. Yeah. And even if that's just 10, 15 minutes, like incrementally over time, if it yeah. is with some forethought, with some dedication... Yeah. that's enough you can actually get really really good after a while but then it's you need to love the process you can't have yeah, any sure. goal in mind sure yeah. i mean I, that's, I, I, that's, that's I mean, the topic for next week so yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. okay okay so i'm the, really enjoying like making dioramas like the i used to do a ton of wargaming terra for mm. like warhammer yeah i like basically built everything from scratch but i didn't just don't film it just like I, this I, is something that was part of like another hobby I still, I still want to give it a try, like to to have it done one time, you know, to yeah. just discover the process and enjoy the process. But once I'm done with probably my my first and last diorama, that's probably not something I will I will pursue and 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 do more uh, of. But just like it looks fun, I want to try it once. Just like when I did pottery or glass blowing, it was like. Mm. That's that looks fun. That looks interesting. I would I could learn stuff from that. Do it one time and be satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Just for the experience, for the sake of it, I think it would be nice. And I, I really want to try it. Um, but yeah, I also know that I can now just enjoy watching someone 
do something really well without yeah. having in the back of my mind like I need to learn that I need to to be good at that because it, it it's really nice so yeah anyway we'll talk about that again uh, probably next week yeah maybe maybe if you can remember that we have a topic already no I have pen and paper so don't don't I have. N I see your pen and paper, and I raise you with motion. <laughs> Good. And if you want to raise us even more, you can do that at two thirds. Oh, you're not asking for the, the tiddly bit? I had one this oh, week. Oh, okay. What's your tiddly bit? I wanted to thank people who gave me directly feedback uh, about previous episode this week. I had a few. I'm not going to give names, but you know who you are. Um, so thank you because it's always, um, first, it means a lot for us, the three of us, I'm going to speak for the uh -huh. three of us, uh, yeah. to have feedback from people listening to the show and especially from people telling, you said that, here is my, my point of view on what you said. I cannot agree with you. We share some ideas, but it's also, here's my take on it. And we can engage in conversation. That's what, mm. what, what we did um, with, with what I did with a few people um, for the past two or three weeks because I got direct feedback from those people. So again, thank you. It means a lot to us, to me. And um, it's always good to know that we are not doing the podcast only for us, even though it's the main thing. But mm -hmm. having people to listen and to enjoy the show is great, especially at yeah. the end of the year. It's like our Christmas present that, that we have from listeners. So again, uh, thank you for the feedback. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's it. Okay, we're, we're out of tiddly bits. Yeah, now you can go. Okay. Bye. No, wait. Uh, <laughs> if you if you want to get a hold of us collectively, you can do that at two thirds focused on any of the mostly social places. Yeah. Yep. And you can also leave feedback on patreon.com slash two thirds focused if you are so inclined. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and Lewinsmeer.no. And you can find me at the Red Smith or Red Smith everywhere on the internet, more specifically at theredsmith.com. And you can find me at Nerd Inventor or Ian Maxwell on the socials. Wonderful. Thank you for cool. listening. Yep. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.